Welcome to the Inspiring Humans podcast. We are so happy to have you listening. My name is Stephanie Willard, and this podcast is a platform to showcase the incredible human spirit. On this podcast, I'll be interviewing people from all over the world and all walks of life who will be sharing with us their personal dreams and their dreams for the future. I believe that through coming together and creating community, incredible things are possible. In fact, anything is possible. And I hope that this podcast is a launch pad for creating the new world that we want to see that will have humanity free, thriving and living in their full self-expression. Today, I'm super excited to be chatting to Pia Kynock, who I have met recently, and I, I'd just love to introduce you firstly as an incredible human who is um, for the greater good, and everything that you do is to share, you know, love and light and the positive mm-hmm. messages, expert in kind of holistic health, and I think your your life and your journey has been your message in that respect, because you've studied so many different things and you've created an epic offering now for others to learn you know you're you're an educator as well as having an amazing business in Q which is all about holistic health so I will let you do the the details of the introduction because I know that there's so many areas that you have studied and that you can share Uh, but thank you so much for giving your time today and, and sharing the positive messages. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's so interesting when I reflect upon the journey that's led me to this present moment of right now, I really have been striving for, I guess striving is a word that I used to use, but now I'm I'm reclaiming and embracing wholeness. And so to reclaim wholeness, we need to reclaim all these different parts and fragments of ourselves. And often a lot of those fragments seem to be lost down a very dark corridor. And sometimes we shut the door to that dark corridor and we never even want to open it up again. And so, so much of my life has been dedicated to the service of others. I actually started working in the skin and beauty industries, you know, doing massage and facials and treatments and really caring for all aspects of another human being, um, you know, from their external body aesthetics uh, from the time I was 17 and so I'm now 43 so it's a, over 26 years of experience of hands-on personalized a very attuned care where to be able to look after someone in often such a vulnerable position you know people are more unclothed than normal they're being touched more than normal like there's a lot of trust and a lot of um, reciprocal energy flow that needs to occur a beautiful session to take place no matter what you're doing for that person and so I guess that combined I used to play high level sport Um, I have you know done as you mentioned like a hell of a lot of certifications I've got so many like from woodworking one two and three all the way up to NLP to yoga to qigong to I'm a naturopath as well I'm a skin therapist like there's there's lots of different pathways of learning that I have accessed to try and understand myself. I came from a very dysfunctional family background and I went on a very long path of many different types of addictions. Like you name the addiction pretty much. The only one I never got into was gambling, Um, but pretty much everything else I gave a really good poke and a really good uh, exploration. And that exploration has led me to a point of discovery within myself to reclaim my wholeness and my light from 
often the depths of what felt like dark despair and hopelessness and helplessness and disempowerment and all of the things that go along with that, like, you know, the feelings of rejection and unworthiness and shame and fear and um, anger and, you know, you name it. So to be able to love myself through those moments to help create new steps and pathways forward. And at the same time, that meant going on a journey of taking off all the masks. So I could have all these addictions and still present you know, for people in a particular way, you know, I could be vice captain of a, you know, championship state league netball uh, team, and I could be, you know, showing up and, and be the manager and the, the, you know, the head person at work, um, and all the other roles that I fulfilled in my life. And so now at this point in my journey, I am so complete with all the, all the pathways that led me to this point. There's there's not one aspect of that journey that I associate with shame. I just look upon that, you know, that old version of Pia in any of her facets as going on the journey to the soul light that has brought me to this moment. And to be able to share that with other people, like wholeness coaching is, is basically what I do. So I still do one-on-one -on -one treatments where I can touch people. And I also have Reiki certification and I work with quantum energy and quantum healing and visualizations and meditations and breath work and crystals and the vibrational aspect of who we are becomes much more pronounced when we have accessed our own heart vibration, like the, that vibrational resonance, that prayer of our heart that's beating through our body. We can only find that when we start, you know, de-armoring and de-walling the walls that we have put up against our own self-love and our own self-worth. And so, yeah, I guess it's, um, I mean, there's, there's huge waves in that journey. We could talk about so many different aspects of it. Um, but I guess that where I'm at now is, is helping people embody their wholeness. And I do that from skin to within. I still specialize in skin and skin disorders and skin diseases. But skin is, you know, it's our external organ. It's like our, our barrier between our external world and our internal world. But it's our internal world messaging that has such a big interplay with what is happening on the surface of our skin. So it's still just another pathway back into our heart <laughs> and into our emotional state and our nervous system state and our immune system state, our digestive health state. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you, firstly, for sharing so authentically and in a way that's really real. And as I'm listening to you, it's, it's so, it, it resonates because you are what you're saying. You know, it's very congruent and it's, it, it's very clear that you have like when you said there's no shame attached to what you've just shared with us, it's you've obviously done a lot of self-work to be in a place where you can say that in such a powerful way that you, mm. you know, own it and that is your yeah. story and that is your journey and you're proud of every aspect of it because that led you to the amazing person that you are today. So uh, that's mm. a super powerful message and it's felt by just your... Um, you know, the, the way you say it. So thank you. Well, yeah. And I guess I, I, it helped me realize it more strongly of late as well is I can meet, or I feel like anyone in their darkness and give them some hope to say that you can move from this place. I have, I have been in some very dark places and, you know, just being able to meet someone where they're at with zero judgment and, and zero, like, I just can see their soul and I know that their, their soul, their heart, if they're yearning for more, I, I can help show them, guide them to some pathways that may assist them to, to change where they're at, you know, to transform and alchemize that darkness. And it's, it's an important point because I think when we're in it, 
um, you know, and just the appreciation and love that that gives you for the human journey. Like we're all on this human journey together. We all go through. It is a heroic human journey. Like if we knew what we were doing before we dropped down from heaven, most of us would have been like, "Ah, not this time. (laughs) It it is, is, you know, what, what everybody is facing at the moment is not easy and we didn't see it coming and, you know, all that sort of stuff and so it does give you a huge appreciation just for where everyone's at and also the message that you just said which is it can shift your state can shift quite quickly as well and I think that's such an important reminder for people that are in it that are in that phase that and think you know the world's going to end and that it's never going to get better it's it can shift you know even with spring coming in the last few weeks it's incredible you know the energy that's just changed and like oh my god this is amazing I forgot the feeling of spring since last year uh, yeah. but it you know everything's you always <laughs> yeah and even yeah. If, if somebody is listening to this in the northern hemisphere it, like all the cycles that we go to the earth is just a beautiful reflection so northern hemisphere people going into winter time now it is a time of going within you know, and really calibrating to that. And springtime here in the Southern Hemisphere, it's traditionally a time of going outside. However, really what it is, is a time of transformation and new growth. And that can also all happen on the inside. And so these cycles that are reflected throughout Earth, I think are really important for us to witness and honour and acknowledge and find where we are at with that rhythm. So that's, yeah, I'm glad that you just said that. I think that that's powerful. Unreal. So I'd love to hear more about what you do. But before that, I just want to touch on the the courage, you know, that it takes to actually look at yourself, because what you just mm. shared with was, you know, a period of time where you experimented and did all this different stuff. And what actually led you to the point where you were like, I need to look at myself and go where I don't want to go to transform Mm, so I am the same as every other human being alive I feel like that there's there's I feel like most of us have lived a lifetime of an inner critic voice telling us all the things that we're not very good at and there's also the other side of that it's like your higher self voice that is aware that there is something more that there is more connection available and I guess where I was really catapulted was Um, a very significant heartbreak. I was married for a short amount of time and my ex-husband decided in my perspective, kind of out of the blue that he just didn't want to be married anymore and, and left the marriage. And I, I am an incredibly loving person. And once I put trust in someone uh, you know, like I treat, I treat everyone with the same kindness and respect that I would treat myself Interestingly, I could go into another story about that because it's just a reflection of where I was at with my self-love. And so for whatever reason, I was blocking myself from my self-love and he couldn't, he, he couldn't parlay with me, I guess. And so the heartbreak that I went through at that time, which brought up for me every other rejection that I'd been through, you know, so that, you know, even from my birth story, you know, like my mum had to go back to work 10 days after I was born because she was so poor and she was in quite a traumatic relationship. And so, you know, from from my, you know, cellular understanding of life, there was a deep-seated belief that I wasn't enough, that, that I was unlovable in some sort of way broken and that that story would keep repeating until I took ownership of it. And there was just one moment after Johnny left that I... 
I, I did hold my hands on my heart actually and I was standing at the front door of our house and I just thought the only thing that I can tr- control in life is my response to it. What do I want to do from this point? And that changed me forever. Like I started doing yoga practice. Like I went into Iyengar yoga first and then I've tried so many other types of yoga practices since there, but I started really focusing on my breath work and I learned acupressure and um, you know, acu-energetics. And I started getting really into my energy work practices. And I also, for the first time in my life, spent a lot of time by myself in a very introspective way. I had three staffies at that particular time. So I had a little tribe still around me, very loving beings that were there to support me and never judge me and um, just always be with me. And that helped my healing on a very deep level. But it was the time that I really purposefully chose to spend in nature and with myself. And coming from a very, like a very strong previous history of never sleeping, never stopping, partying really hard, working really hard, sporting really hard. That was the first time in my life that I ever allowed myself the grace to really start looking at myself. And I have not stopped since then. And it wasn't to say that all of my, all of my habits that weren't supporting my highest growth and grace weren't still floating around for many years afterwards. It just meant that Every step along the journey, I was like, okay, I am accountable. I am the master of myself. I am the co-creator of my reality. And everything I believe internally is reflected externally. And so that that is a never-ending process because I believe that there's always more love to access. Like it is unconditional and limitless love. And it's every time I come up against a resistance or a fear or some sort of stuckness, there's just another aspect of me or someone else or life that I need to find a way to be compassionate and patient and kind and then love <laughs> yeah. the, the, the theory of that is much easier than the reality i have found <laughs> intellectually we can understand a million things but emotionally living that and embodying that that's a whole different scenario 100 <laughs> percent. so you've got the most amazing little place I've seen photos of it on Facebook I've never been visited but in Kew called Inspiration Place and the photos are just the way you've decorated it is just so enticing and I think anyone who saw it would want to come and visit it but Mm -hmm. in that place is all of your energy and the amazing things you've studied and about it. Yeah I birthed that place it had been sitting in my field for quite a long time. I had actually trademarked that name a couple of years previously. And then, I don't know, because of the resistances or the stories I had about, you know, not enough money, not enough time. I was like, I can't do this yet. There's too much other stuff happening in my life. I was studying full-time to be a naturopath. I was working full-time. You know, I have uh, had employed, I think I had five staff at that time. Um, But I think two people, one had gone interstate, one had gone to have a baby and it was just too hard for too long. And then COVID came around and I thought, wow, well, we're going to be shut for six weeks. Like that's intense. I could actually close a business and reopen a business within six weeks and renovate it with the help of my amazing partner. Um, and that's what we did. So we worked our asses off for six weeks. And luckily for me, I had already put into place at that stage conversations with my team and Um, some understanding of what the logo was going to look like, but there was a lot to unfold. Birthing a new business, you know, if anyone's ever done that, it's no mean feat. Like there's there's a lot you got to think about. Um, And so we 
but I basically put my soul on a platter for this. This is a place for people that is so inclusive. It is about health empowerment, mental empowerment, emotional empowerment, spiritual empowerment. It's about helping people connect to their soul essence. It's about providing guidance and also understanding within that that you are autonomous, that it is your choice. You are a divine sovereign being. We are here to support you and we are ambassadors of self-love. And we can only ever guide you in the best way that, of the knowledge that we have. And so we do that through touch and we do amazing facial treatments, amazing like sacred healing massages. And we do use sound bowls and crystals and angel cards and intuitive readings. And um, we work with energy. There's so much of it. And we also have a heap of high-tech devices. So like high science and high spirituality into this beautiful kind of unique mix where we understand you on a biological and physiological level and a psychological and spiritual level. And I think it's very unusual and I think it's so needed. Um, and, and part of why I wanted to deliver this to the community was to help everyone listen to that little voice inside of them that is saying that there is something more it is more available to me. It's not just about goals and outcomes. It's about process and values and intention and my state of being, not my state of doing. Um, and I come from 40 years of being addicted to doing. So I mean, it's, it's not something I say lightly or deliver lightly. And yeah, that has helped us develop some online trainings that we can support people with. Um, if you wanted to access our website, there's free like um, self-caring, like nurturing sessions, there's meditations, there's affirmations, um, there's some paid resources and courses as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we, we're looking for, for full support across all, that, all the aspects because that's often what's missing in education. So if you normally go to see someone for, this, for your skin, they're literally just thinking about skin anatomy like devoid of the rest of your body. Like what's happening inside of your gut with all of those nutrients? Like how do they get to your skin? Um, what's their understanding of your like environmental ecosystem? And, you know, not just like the pollution that are living in the air, but literally how do you feel in your home environment? Are you intentional? Like, do you feel abundant in your space? Does it feel supportive to you? Um, you know, like all of those kind of questions and, and guidance and leadership that we can offer people, help them really assess their lives in a way that is needed for them to find their highest frequency, I believe. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's in incredible. And I think like, it's what everyone needs at the moment, but unfortunately it's not open at the moment. <laughs> um, I think, you know, it's like, that just sounds like, oh, that would be so nice. Just like, you know, an hour or two of self nurturing. Yeah all the good stuff in one session uh, amazing yeah. but I'd love to put um a, you know a link in the bio for this podcast to the website because I think that's super handy if people can go and see all of those offerings because what came to me when you were speaking was you know our struggle is our message so our life journal journey and what we've had to overcome you are such an example of that because it sounds like every step of the way you've you know embraced it and now share it you know share it with Ooh. others and yeah, yeah. And I also just want to normalize the challenge like there's so many times and I I have been caught in this trap where I've looked at other people around me and thought that they're so inspirational and so beautiful and they're so giving they never spoke about their hard times and so every time I was going through a hard time I was like oh again I got looped in that story of I'm broken I'm not I'm never going to be enough I can't 
I, you know, I can't, I shan't, I won't, you know, whatever that languaging is. And I guess I really want to provide people a realistic and loving space where you, you can bring all of you. You can bring the part of you that, that, that wants to eat the chocolate cake and never wants to exercise. Bring the part of you that wants to be inspirational and looks after themselves, you know, like all the time. We are all these different parts, you know, and it's finding a unity between them at different moments in life where we can respect and honour and acknowledge each one of them. And then find what is our choice in that moment? Like, what do I truly want to choose? What is supporting my highest good right now? Um, and that's, that is obviously takes practice and it takes guidance. And I just haven't found that many people willing to offer that kind of clear, consistent guidance. Yeah. Um, and speaking of chocolate cake, at the start of this week, I was planning to do a fast. <laughs> like I wanted to do, you know, not eat till 2pm and then um, have dinner before 8. And I did it the week before and I felt really good. And I think part of me feeling really good about it was I planned it. I didn't know whether I could do it, but I stuck to it. And just that sense of personal integrity and, oh, my God, I can plan something that scares mm. me and do it and I got so much energy from that so anyway I plan to do it again this week and on Monday every cell in my body was like I want food like I this is not the right timing to do this and I just want to go and get a mocha which is super naughty like I feel like that's just super bad to get a mocha like coffee and chocolate together but I um oh it, amazingly joyous <laughs> yeah I just kind of I just and you know it's that time of the month and I just felt a little bit like drained of energy and I was just like I'm going to like honor what I feel today and do it I was just like no and and then I was so happy to do it and then it kind of continued for a while longer than I wanted it to I've had apple pie and ice cream like three nights in a row this week and I never ever ever have that because I have very strong conditioning of good food mm. bad yes. food and being brought up with you know mum who's a naturopath and yes. which I'm so 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 lucky and grateful and fortunate for but it's yeah it's so it creates biases it creates biases and you know what I loved hearing that I felt like you honored and respected your inner child in a way that often as an adult we ignore because we're like these are my adult values and these are, these are my adult goals you know and I feel like you got so happy because there was a small part of your inner child that obviously needed some extra fun and spontaneity and a little bit naughtiness do you know what I mean like whatever it was and that's why you got that I'm like, yes, that was the right thing for you to do. And so many times we shut that down because we ought to be doing this, you know, it's, and it's not to say that every time that voice comes up saying, oh, I want chocolate. Sometimes we just have to say, is that what you really want? Which voice, which part of me is asking for that? Is it the part of me that wants to protect me about this? Or is it the part of me that actually is my inner child? So we actually have to get more clear on what those directions are you know, so that we're not having chocolate and coffee and, and apple <laughs> apple pie and ice cream every single day. Like that's obviously going to lead to some other issues. So yeah, I, I feel wrapped for you. That's a great week. And both of them were in their own way, you know, like both of those experiences. Yeah. I was laughing my head off when you were just saying that inside because another thing was saying, or is it the parasites that want more sugar? <laughs> Because, but that was, you know, my mum's voice coming through because we all, you know, the, the um, 
hilarious. But when but... it becomes more constant, yes, there's there's probably a whole microbiome community in there that are taking over the conversation in your body, and that's and that's where more understanding about which voice it is becomes more powerful. But as a spontaneous event. I would definitely suggest it totally sounded to me the way you lit up when you were describing what happened. I feel like that was your inner child through and through. No parasites there. (laughs) So happy and joyous. So yes, it is. um, Yeah, it it was just so good to be able to go, yep, I'm going to have cake. And I felt so (laughs) rebellious. It was like, you know, it was like my little um, child from needing to eat healthy and that sort of stuff. And this is good and that's bad. It was like, I was so happy to just be a rebel. Um, so. Yeah, let go. And, you know, especially at the moment, we can't cut loose. Like we're not, we're so restricted from normality. And if you try to restrict a little child, I don't know if you've ever spent a lot of time with little kids, but the more you try and boss them around, they're more they're like, <laughs> you can't boss me. And so a little bit of freedom has to spurt out of us as adults. Otherwise, we all get a little bit ragey, I reckon. Totally. <laughs> So what are you currently working on with the shop being closed for the moment? Mm, yeah, it's, I mean, pivot is the whole word of COVID, yeah. And so there has been a hell of a lot of pivoting going on. And so I think about six months before um, COVID started, I actually launched another business called Pia Kainok Holistic Education for me to bring holistic education to the skin industry specifically. However, every single allied health industry or anyone really interested in up-leveling their understanding of themselves and what they do so the first offering was called the holistic digestive intensive and so now that's an offering of 16 and a half hours fully paced online learning and it's a deep dive into the myriad of things like a 360 degree view of our world and how so many things interact with and affect um, our digestive system health and obviously then all the rest of us Um, my next offering was a acne workshop and then another chakra course Um, to help people understand the emotional and the reality constructs of energy and how that interplays with our metaphysical and energetic and electrical systems of our body. And now I'm working on the nervous system course. And I'm, this is, I mean, I've, I've got people who are waiting for me to finish doing the filming of it. And I haven't quite got there yet. I feel like I've been doing a lot of learning. Um, I am obsessed. I'm pretty, one of my addictions is still learning and I've got to be really careful about how how overboard I go. I, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. And then I just keep going and going and going and I just do it to share with other people, but I get very excited. So I have been learning from a number of different masters in quite a few different industries to bring together a more complete set of knowledge for this nervous system understanding. And so I'm going to make each segment much shorter than I normally do. I could talk for a long time. I love sharing, but I want to make it about a half an hour for each segment. So it's more digestible um, and pretty easy to understand. So really from anyone from a teenager to, to any age in life, anyone who wants to have this deeper awareness of their nervous system and how much it can control our life or how much we can collaborate with it to work and co-create our life. Like they're very different sequences of, health and living um, and so I'm bringing this information together in a in a mental way in an emotional way in a, in a somatic experiencing way and so I'll be teaching people some some very simple very simply applied somatic um, experiences that can help transition them into a feeling of safety in their own body and in their own nervous system to start that communication so that the stories that are held within the body and the 
the tightness and the contraction within the nervous system can just create a little more ease. As soon as we create a little bit more ease in our nervous system, doesn't matter whether it's in our brain, our central nervous system or our peripheral nervous system, we're more expanded and we're more open to perspective, yeah? Like it kind of makes sense that all of a sudden there's a shift in our reality and the opportunities and potential we see in our reality when we're more expanded. And so I feel like at the moment with so much constriction and so much regulation and so many, so much fear and so much pressure from, from so many different sides, it doesn't matter what your beliefs are, there's, there's divisiveness within all communities or all levels, I feel like at the moment. And so this empowering understanding of your own nervous system and how to regulate it to find your own truth and your own path forward becomes even more important as time goes on. And so yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be watching you soon. Unreal. Unreal. I can't wait to see it myself. And I think that last point that you just mentioned is so critical at the moment. It's just with all the outside noise and with all the efforts to divide people, it's it's really about um, getting that wisdom and, and we need to be kind of still and tuned in and aligned for that to be able to drop in because if our minds are going like fans on full speed, it's really tricky to kind of, you know, you feel like you're in a wave being tumbled and you don't know which is up and which is down. So that yeah. Well, is, yeah, is absolutely critical just to, um, find that centre and the, the word that kind of comes to me is that, you know, discernment of what's what and that gut feel, like reconnect with our gut feel and mm. take that as our guide, as our GPS. Yeah, yeah, totally. The connection between our head brain, our heart brain and our gut brain for most people is disconnected and missing. Um, and so that the, the listening to that intuitive signaling that's coming from these are very independent and interdependent nervous system centers as well. Like there's a lot of scientific research around that. And there's so much um, that shifts and changes as soon as we're looping in our head and, and our head is really busy. Often we're more attached to fear responses. We can't really help it because we have a negativity bias, humans. Like we're, we have to look for the threat. And when we're, our survival is literally being threatened, moment after moment, you know, with what's going on around the world at the moment, it means that it's much easier to lose your compassion and to lose your patience, to lose your kindness, and also to make choices that are coming from an analytical brain that can only look at your past experiences and judge them. And when we, when we, when we look back at our past experiences from a very analytical fear-based brain, we're not actually open to the experiences of love and compassion and the blessings and the lessons that were in those past experiences. We're just looking for how we can survive. And sometimes that's by divisiveness or anger or, or rage or lashing out or, you know, like just not being your, your biggest, most encompassing self, you know. We, we get smaller in, in, in our perspective rather than grander. Mm, amazing. So with everything you've studied and learnt and, your daily practices I mean there's so much out there at the moment for people it's like everything is you know to in terms of bringing in a piece there's everything from reading the bible to you know meditating to doing the tai chi what what's been what's worked for you personally so I have a full range of practices that I I I, I could choose every day and so I'll just run you through what I did this morning like when I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I do is put my hand on my heart and I just kind of check in with my body. And I'm like, 
you know, kind of good morning, <laughs> good morning. And I, I have an intention, like one of my, one of my most loved and most often used intentions is to live my life with radical self-love. And so depending on what I, I want to tune into with my intention or my values for that day, I kind of bring that into my heart that then I go and play with my puppies. I take them for a walk outside. I usually connect with the sunrise. I'm, I'm usually out and about to watch the sunrise go up. Um, and I do a lot of quantum practices at that time. Like I call in, you know, like my soul family, my star family, I call in my energetic support and the support of mother earth, the support of the four directions, the support of, you know, fire, earth, water, wind, um, you know, and, and many things other, it depends how long I want to spend out there. And then I'll do often, it's a five minute circular breath practice. Sometimes I just do nasal breathing, but I like to connect with a full uh, it's like an open mouth practice. I don't know if you know it, but it's keeping your mouth open the whole time. So the inhale and the exhale, you don't pause at either end. It's just like a real kind of circle. And so I'll do that um, in kind of like a 10 breath cycle, then a 20 breath cycle, then a 30 breath cycle. Sometimes I take it for a bit longer. So I've really cleared a lot of energy from my body. I've really moved my diaphragm. I think that's so important in the mornings, like to get your diaphragm, skeletal muscle, to get it more fit, more open, more expanded um yeah and then I did a little bit of movement so I think that what I like to focus on is breath work playing and connecting with mother earth if I feel the support of the energy of mother earth who is so abundant so giving in every moment like <laughs> she just never stops there's colors there's leaves there's there's the, all the all the different elements that are here to surprise and delight and astound us you know, whether we're, we love a, you know, a stormy day or a sunny day, like there's just something magical in each of those. And so being able to really connect with my appreciation and gratitude of that um, sets my tone for the rest of the day. So that's how I begin my day. If I'm feeling overwhelmed during the day, I basically stop and do the same thing. And I really listen to my overwhelm now. Like if my head's running really busy, I will, I will either sit down in my office on my meditation um, cushion and do some breath work or I'll go for a run outside. I, I, I won't stay in the same space. I'm just like, you know what, whatever I'm doing, it's not as important as finding my frequency again. And so I'm very committed to, to coming back to calibrate to my frequency. And I still get overwhelmed like everybody else in many moments during the day. It's not, you know, I'm not immune. I'm not immune to being human. I just am much more versed now in listening to my heart rate, my breath rate, what my head is doing, what my body is doing and being like, okay, what do I need to do to break state? Or what do I need to do to gain my state? Or where am I at? Amazing. Well, it's total, um, incredible self-commitment to, and also to pick yourself up when you notice that you're off, that having that awareness and coming back to your centre, incredible. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, I've noticed that for me personally, just having a very brief reflection at the end of the day and writing down what I achieved because I think I'm quite similar to you in the, the um, you know, the commitment and dedication and thirst for learning and sometimes I kind of expect myself to achieve what someone would achieve in 10 days in the one day and I fully think it's possible. I've got like, I've got like, you know, my, my sheets where I write down all the things I want to do and um, at the end of the day, you can kind of feel like with all the spontaneous things that drop in that you do, that you haven't done anything. But actually, when you sit there and write it out, you're like, whoa, oh, my God, I actually achieved a lot. And it motivates you to 
do more the next day so do you have that's actually an amazing point i don't know if you know this it actually stimulates your dopamine reward circuitry like stopping even at small intervals during the day to to congratulate Mm -hmm. yourself to reward yourself to notice yourself it is something i could still do much more in my day because it stops me from striving so much it's that if you're looking for more dopamine when we just can't stop and so um, you know, like we can never get the hit that we're looking for if we don't actually stop and be like, I am and doing the things like even if it is my day is crazy all the time. I get all different phone calls and emails and there's just so many points of contact in my life that sometimes I have to wipe the things that I thought that I was going to do that did not happen. But if I'm remaining alive, like, yes, this is the right conversation. Yes, I feel good about this. And at the end, I can be like, oh, that was so worthy. That was, I'm so glad I didn't do my other thing to do this thing. You know, those those sort of little congratulatory messages change our landscape dramatically. That's amazing to hear. (laughs) Thanks for inspiring me to be better at that again. (laughs) Yeah, it it definitely makes a difference. And so with all the people that you're in contact and, with at the moment and you're probably part of many communities that think alike you know in 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 terms of looking after ourselves um health wise and mentally and everything that you've just shared with us where what's your kind of take on where people are at at the moment more generally speaking uh so the people that i spend the most time with are much more the same as me we're just really most interested in finding our own truth and our own alignment. What I'm noticing in the collective is a huge amount of pressure to conform. And most people I feel like don't understand themselves and their um, beliefs about being, you know, duty and obligation and people pleasing and finding their own sense of worth if they were to say no or yes or whatever the yes or no decision is, then like, who are you like where is your autonomy and where is your truth in amongst that so the amount of pressure for people to to walk away from their own truth at the moment I think is huge and that's that is creating an undercurrent like people aren't consciously aware of it but that there's a fear we don't ever want to lose our autonomy like to not be autonomous is is every human's greatest fear like to be a slave and so there's a lot of people that just don't want to acknowledge that story and I think that the more that we can bring light to autonomy and self-empowerment and you know like our own divine sovereignty and worth and truth then the more voice there will be around you know making those choices for self so yeah I I definitely think freedom freedom and autonomy um the pressure to relinquish them at the moment is huge (laughs) so (laughs) yeah um I just want to acknowledge as well, the way you articulate things and the words, your language is incredible. It's so amazing to listen to. So you've got a real command of the English language. I love it. Amazing. That's such a, I actually just got a little warm fuzzy all over when you said that. I I, I obviously don't take any notice and that's really lovely to hear. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I feel like I, I could explain myself better. So I'm wrapped to hear that. <laughs> no, Real. Um, so just I think like now a lot of people are feeling like they want to create community and want to bring like-minded people together and like I see you and the way that you live and you to a large extent are you know living the dream you're on a, a property with land and you've got animals around you and you've kind of connected to nature and you have that space um, mm. 
in in your kind of observation and experience, what are some of the amazing ways that you've admired, admired see people create community, you know, in the last two years online and even offline? Uh, so their authenticity, what I'm always searching for with any leader or collaborator or any tribe member is authenticity, like the willingness to show up. And, and I also just want to say to just for anyone else that has created community, I, you know, I've got um, two different, you know, business sites for Facebook, two different ones for Instagram, personal ones. I've also run a Facebook group and I'm part of many communities. And sometimes I haven't been able to show up. I didn't feel like I was in the right frequency because I was caring for myself, like finding my own feet and my own love and my own compassion that I, I felt like I wasn't able to show up and lead people in the way that I wanted. And so there's been lots of gaps in my, in what I considered to be my care for people. Um, initially I was there like all the time. And then as I went through my own journeys and my own obstacles and my own challenges, I had to pull away from that, from that leadership um, role. And I feel so fine about that like there was a time where I put a lot of pressure on myself around that but I also knew that where I was at was most important for me to keep going inside and to not overstretch myself I can overgive very easily and so keeping to calibrating to our own energy in that is authentic like I did say a few times I just can't show up and I feel like that's that's what I'm looking for in a leader I guess is is someone to show me that that's normal and that that's okay. Um, and in terms of starting or being part of a community, I guess it's just showing up as often as you can then as, as an authentic person. And I like commenting on other people's posts. I like sharing love. I think a lot of people hold themselves back and they're like, oh, I'm not going to put a little love heart there. Or That's actually an energetic connection. Every time that something does move us or inspire us or create something, maybe it triggers us show it something like just be like thank you for triggering me I've just seen another part of myself that needs a little bit of work needs a little bit of attention or thank you for inspiring me that meant a lot to me today some people think these things and then they don't actually write it down or, or say it to the other person and that's where we make the, the communities even stronger when I get so inspired to keep giving when people keep telling me, thank you so much. It's making such a big difference to me. I'm like, amazing. If I hear, if I hear crickets, I'm kind of like, am I crazy? Am I doing this on my own? You know, like it, it, it allows me then to move into to new understandings of myself and what I'm delivering. However, it, it is community and connection is what humans live for. And if we're withholding that in some way, shape or form, it's very hard to make a very strong community and connection. So I do think offering love, showing love, commenting, liking, that's what we need to do in an online world at the moment. Oh my God, I absolutely love that. I'm gonna like chop that little bit out of this uh, video. Because <laughs> I think that's so important and it's so easy to do. You know, everyone's used to scrolling through social media and it takes one second to make a comment and to, the, the boost that that gives it's the person so meaningful it's so and I feel like so many people don't understand that and I feel like for the people who are showing up and offering a post or or some some sort of creation that that is what they're they're 
that's what helps them shine their light. Like we are creating these energetic interweaving, like interconnected, like on the internet webs of quantum energy through these little portals. And so go for it, people at home. <laughs> if something if something comes across your, your gaze or your vision that you have interacted with, let the person know. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Thank you. And um, for me personally, because I'm an action woman and a taskmaster, and for a few years there, I got really into task, task, task and getting things done. And I loved it on a high, but that sort of, um, yeah, I suppose it's, it's a, a different, sometimes it feels like it uses a different part of you or a different part of the brain to kind of, um, because that's a way to a certain extent where conditioned, you know, busy, busy, busy totally. sort of thing. So um, even in person, you know, offline to actually share. So I realized I became part of this community and a lot of people were sharing like to the, to a large extent, every time they heard people speak, they would kind of say, Oh, that was really good. Cause I thought of that or, you know, they'd really acknowledge each other. And I was, I remember just feeling like, Oh my goodness, that's that feels really good. That's amazing. Like I I want to do that more. And I because I do think good things all the time about people that I'm listening to. And you know, I love giving compliments, but just going that extra bit and sharing with someone how that's made you feel, or if we yes. did that more, oh my goodness, it would just bring us together so much more and, totally. so and amplify all those high vibrational emotions. Like mm. literally, like that's how we amplify it. We're owning it in ourselves. We're sharing it with another. That amplifies it in them. You know, like the ripple effects of it are actually so much more profound than what we realize when we're typing out how we, what what that impact was. Like it's it's huge. It's so huge. And that we are an online world now. And so so much of our physical connection has been taken away. And so we have to amp up what is available to us. And that is an opportunity that I feel like is being missed by so many. Mm, definitely and and also the detrimental effects of not doing it is you know because I I mean I even personally I put a lot out there you know on a daily basis online I've created my own community mm. online it's um some I have to remind myself too that like a lot of people see it they might not comment but they might appreciate it because every now and again you know people send me random messages saying keep doing what you're doing. I love seeing your posts, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, oh, that's so good to hear because sometimes yeah. you put and you're just like, is anyone even looking at this? Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you so much. So, yeah, that, and I guess that is, yeah, this is the inspirational time in a time where we we could otherwise not go there, you know, and, and that is that is the onus is on us. To create those small shifts in our in the way that we're interacting with others and if we don't nothing will happen nothing will change and potentially like you or me would just stop sharing we just kind of be like i'm just going to go back more into my own inner world and i'm not going to have so much output and then that takes away and if, and if any light leader does that in this world at the moment that's one light gone from a ripple effect you know so anything that we can do to keep those ripple effects moving and growing i think is paramount right now unreal unreal so I've got um, a last question that I normally love asking a little bit cheesy but I just love it because it, it, it you know extracts the juicy stuff what's the legacy that you want to leave in the world 
So I have just registered a name called the Wholeness Coaching Academy and it is wholeness. The legacy I want to leave behind is, is that all of you is welcome here and the whole of you is heroic and perfect and divine. And that is that, that, that sovereignty that we can find in wholeness. That is the legacy that I want to leave behind. And, and within that, people loving themselves from skin to within. So no part of you is left behind, you know, like you can't be eating amazing food and then completely neglecting, you know, loving your bum, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or loving your feet or like it is the whole of you. And so within that, that, that extrapolation to all of our communities, like appreciating each other's wholeness, there's just so much within that. So yeah, it's, it's the wholeness of people. That's going to be my legacy that, that is perfect and good. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share before we end the podcast that we haven't had a chance to? Um, no, I, I mean, I, I'm honoured that you have asked me to share with your tribe. Thank you so much. And, yeah, for anyone that this conversation resonates with, I do love questions. And if there's anything in particular that you wanted to hear about or a particular subject for a webinar, I'm always up for that. Like I do love sharing live and I do love questions. And so um, I just, yeah, I guess this is an open invitation. If something has created some curiosity in you, hit me up. (laughs) So you never know where it might go. Thank you so much. Your generosity of spirit is so tangible. And I just really thank you for giving your time and sharing your story so authentically and sharing some of your wisdom. So thank you. Ah, my pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our Inspiring Humans podcast and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any inspiring human in mind that you would like to nominate, please reach out and let us know. Also, you're very welcome to become part of our Facebook group called Inspiring Humans where you can connect with incredible people from around the globe. Uh, Thirdly, if you are interested in being part of a global network, we have an incredible community at sevencontinentscouncil.com where we hold events, programs and many different initiatives that you can be involved in. Thank you and see you again soon.